The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Variety Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericavariety.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Welcome to Patricia Raskin's Positive Living, the program that brings you practical and inspiring principles for living more authentic, engaging, and passionate lives. Created by Patricia Raskin, a catalyst for positive change. All comments, views, and opinions are solely those of the host, guests, and callers. And now, here's your host, Patricia Raskin. Well, hello, everyone, and welcome back. Welcome back to Patricia Raskin Positive Living, right here on Voice America, America's Voice. My guest is Meg Blackburn Losey. She has written an amazing book. And the book is The Evolution of Now, or The Children of Now, Evolution, How We Can Support the Fast-Forward Evolution of Our Children and All of Humanity. Again, the book is The Children of Now, Evolution. Meg blackburn Losey, Ph.D., is the author of nine books, including her new release, The Children of Now, Evolution, the best-selling books, Touching the Light, The Secret History of Consciousness, and the international best-selling The Children of Now, Living the Light Cards, and other titles. She is also the author of the online messages and a contributor to What Wags in the World and the best-selling The Mystery of 2012 Anthology, and also the creator of the Touching the Light Healing Modality and offers certification courses at touchingthelight.org. Welcome, Meg. Thanks for having me on, Patricia, and hi to everyone who's listening now or later. <laughs> yes, yeah, this is some really powerful work. Thank you. Let's talk about the magic of these children, where we find them, and how they embody unconditional love, and you know how we can spread that out into the universe. You know, the truth is, Patricia, they're everywhere. They're all over the planet. When I first started working with this phenomenon, I I thought that I had discovered kind of a niche of kids who had special abilities and and perceptions and and things like that. And then as I got out and started to speak about it, what I realized is that this is a huge phenomenon that incorporates a lot of different things. Um, Vaccines, autism, Asperger's, genetically modified foods. Um, I mean, it's it runs the gamut. And when I started to put the whole picture together, it was horrifying to me. And that's why I felt like it was so necessary to write this. I, I call it not a new book, but a wake-up call. Um, mm. Because to me, it's about giving people information and, and letting them understand that we're abusing our children in, in, in good faith, not meaning to, but out of ignorance. And... Um, you know, we've got kids who, there there are a number of categories, and I don't like labeling them. I, I did that in the first book, and I regret it ever since, because everybody mm-hmm. wants to know what they are. And if you go to spiritlight.com on the homepage, there are two links, and, and they do have traits of, 
of the most common two types of kids, the crystallins and the star kids. But we here's the deal. It started with us, the bridge generation, as I call us, and we are the ones who had knowings, had visions, had ESP, quote-unquote, you know, different parts of ourselves that were um, not well-known and not particularly accepted or spoken of, and many of us at, at a young age kind of hid that, and then as we got older, we started to open more into those parts of ourselves we call it awakening, and yeah. we used it, and we and we explored it, and we actually crossed the point of critical mass some years ago. People kept saying, oh, we've got to create this shift, we've got to create this shift. Well, the shift has happened. We are doing it. Hmm. And what occurred is that because of the number of us that did this, and I mean literally all over the world in some of the some of the weirdest places, you know, like the Amazon and and Peru and um, some of the other deeper places that people don't usually go, I found myself hearing the same exact words that I was writing. (laughs) And it was was mind-blowing. It was awesome. Now, do you think it's DNA? Do you think our DNA is changing? Yes, it is. And other things are changing. So because we did what we did and we became who we are now, we we added all of that awareness to what we might call a common consciousness. It does exist. And so that was a perfect setup for these little guys to be born into our world with the, those abilities intact. We had to work at it. They have it innately. And so they come along and they start talking about who they were in their past lives and they're naming details and names and family members and and they'll say they remember choosing their parents um, before they were born. They'll they'll say they oh. remember talking to God, um, oh. and that they and that the reason they're here is because they want to remind us how to love each other because we just frankly forgotten how, and to and, love and ourselves you, as well. And you're saying we find them everywhere. I mean, all over the planet. Yes. Do they know they're different? Meg, do they feel different? Yes, they do, and they are what I call, let me put it this way. Each of us is comprised of a set of harmonics that's ours alone. It's like our, we, each of us is a symphony that is us. And there are no two of us alike. We would cancel each other out. I mean, it just wouldn't work. And so... Consciousness is related to DNA. I wanted to finish answering that question for you. Consciousness is relative to DNA. They are connected. Consciousness is faster than the speed of light. It's not bound by space or time or any boundaries. And it's what animates our bodies and makes us alive. And so when our frequencies change, they become higher meaning we are lighter, less dense, which is what's happening to the children, then they are, they are born with these abilities intact. As we get into higher states of consciousness, and there are multiple levels, each time we get to a higher state, our DNA does something really special. You know, we emit light. It's scientifically measurable. Our bodies emit light. Our energy fields emit light. Well, so does our DNA, and there are millions of them inside of us. So 
so when our consciousness goes up, the little light field around the DNA is expanding as well, which is switching on parts of our DNA that we never used before or that we're not aware we used. And at the same time that's happening, the higher, if, if they, if when you get to a certain state of consciousness, I call that the ascension point. And that's when our consciousness and our body have unified and we can literally turn to white light and disappear and bring that back to our world and it's kind of like living perfection um, because because we emanate that and people are attracted to it. You've seen people that that have different abilities and how people come to them like flies. There's a reason for that. It's yeah. because of their, the vibration they're emanating. Now, my question is, I've read a lot about indigo children. Mm-hmm. It, would you say this is the same as indigo children? No. The indigo children um, were born mostly in the 1980s, and they were called that because their energy field was indigo blue. Um, they're pretty well grown now, and they're in their 30s, but interestingly, it's taken the media that long to start using the term. <laughs> so oh. so a, lot of, they're, they're, a lot of people call all of, all of these kids indigos, and there are, there are specific separate sets of kids with different abilities and different um, perceptions on life, like the crystalline kids. They are socially oriented. They're all about equanimity, everybody having what they need and the same. And they're all about heart. And when they become about 10 or 11, they'll start acting on social injustice, social unfairness, mm. social needs or lacks. Um, mm. and, and they're powerhouses. I mean, we're seeing yeah. little kids that are CEOs of their own company, for crying out loud. Yeah. Yeah. And then we've got the yeah. star kids. Yeah who are, um, they're all about the earth, they're all about the animals, and they're natural healers as well. And and they're specifically interested in technologies and inventing things that won't hurt the planet and will help people. Mm. You know, I have a question. You know, when I look at, because I'm, I'm fairly intuitive and have always felt a little different, and obviously you are way off the charts in intuition. <laughs> so the question is, for those folks like you and me who were baby boomers, I assume, uh-huh. were we, would we have been considered star children, integral children? How do we know? Because it wasn't talked about then. No, and that's why I coined the term bridge generation. We're the ones that kind of did the work so these guys could come in and have it, have it ready to go, you know. And uh, yeah, I, I really want to make a point about something that this isn't about religion. It's not about spirituality. Right. It's about human being. Mm. And I've seen so many things categorized as, you know, religious or spiritual and, and judged based on that. And this is different. This is an actual evolution, a fast-forward evolution of our human nature, our beingness, but more than that, our consciousness. And when these kids come together, these, especially these two groups in 10 or 20 years, it's going to be remarkable because they're a perfect yin and yang. You know, we've got the love society-oriented kids, and then we've got the earth and technology-oriented kids. And you put them together, and they start considering what's needed where. It's, it, it has the potential to be amazing because they don't put up with with untrue things. They want things that work. And um, I'm really excited about that. 
because, uh, wow, you know, and, and, but the only way that will happen is if we realize as a society, as a, as a race, I mean, across the board, doesn't matter what color we are, where we live, what our traditions are, it's happening everywhere. If we could realize as a race of beings that we are in a time where we're at a pinnacle, we can nurture these kids. We can we can give them good framework and support and teach them how to live safely in the world while at the same time nurturing who they are. You know, a really good example is a lot of children are being diagnosed with ADD and ADHD, um, and the reason is is because they bounce around a lot, they talk a lot, whatever. They do that because they're what I call sentient. And what I mean by that is they don't just use their five senses. They use their entire being, and they absorb information energetically instead of in a linear way that we were taught. And so... Their minds work differently. Their minds compartmentalize and they, and they hold those little fragments of inter- information until it makes sense. And the problem is kids get overloaded. They feel everything around them, everyone around them, all the emotions, the intentions, the motivations, everything. And they don't understand that it's not all theirs. So Very, very well. And it's yeah. a burden. It's tough. It, it's yeah, tough. I think it also makes you responsibility. very... Yeah, yeah. It makes you very good at what you do, though. I mean, I think that high sensitivity that uh, that that makes you that sensitivity helps you in certain areas, but in other areas, it's tough because you're picking up things you know that other people don't. Well, they're brilliant at that, and the problem is they need to move around because they get overcharged with with all this energy, and then people say, "Oh, well, you're ADD, ADHD. You need drugs." And that's yeah. when we get into problems because, Absolutely. The, yeah, the drugs are not even yeah. made for children for pediatric use. They're studied yeah. for yeah. adult yeah. psychiatric patients, and they're causing right. psychiatric problems. It's very interesting. Let's continue this right after the break. I'm going to take a break right here on Patricia Raskin, Positive Living, and this is VoiceAmerica.com. America's Voice. My guest is Meg Blackburn Losey, PhD. Her book is The Children of Now Evolution. How we can support the fast forward evolution of our children and of all humanity. And we're talking about children being born into our world with gifts and knowing. And they were first introduced as indigo children, crystalline children, and star children, and more. And now we're talking about how they are helping to change our society for the better. Again, stay tuned. We'll be right back right after the break. Streaming live, the leader in Internet talk radio, voiceamerica.com. What can you find on Get Real Radio? Well, quite honestly, who you really are. Join host James Robinson each week for a program designed to reveal more about yourself and your world through words of wisdom and profound guests. You'll discover more about the spiritual movement and how it can work with you and alert you to problems you may not be aware of. It will educate, titillate, and enlighten your mind. Get Real Radio is broadcast live every Friday at 11 a.m. Pacific Time, 2 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. This could end up being the best time of your week. Families today face unique challenges. Marriage, parenting, and family forms have changed a lot in the last century. 
Family Matters with Dr. Virginia Collin will focus on building and maintaining healthy family relationships. We will discuss marriage, divorce, family mediation, parenting, lifestyles, and mental health, all kinds of family matters. Our show will feature guest experts and your participation, too. You can listen to Family Matters live every Tuesday at 6 p.m. Eastern Time, 3 p.m. Pacific on Voice America Variety. Follow us on Twitter at VoiceAmericaTRN. Get the lowdown on guests, new shows, and your favorites. That's VoiceAmericaTRN. You are listening to Patricia Raskin's Positive Living. If you wish to call into our program today, please call 1-866-472-5788. That number again is 1-866-472-5788. You may also send an email to Patricia at PatriciaRaskin.com. Now, back to Patricia Raskin's Positive Living. Hi, everyone. We are back. You are listening to Patricia Raskin Positive Living right here on VoiceAmerica.com, America's Voice. My guest with me by phone is Meg Blackburn Losey, Ph.D. Her book is The Children of Now, Evolution, How We Can Support the Fast-Forward Evolution of Our Children and All of Reality. And again, we are talking about children who were first introduced as indigo children in generations of past, so now they're crystalline children or star children. And in this best-selling book, The Children of Now, uh, Evolution, we are revisiting, Meg is revisiting the spectacular children and how can they make our society better and what is their influence. So welcome back, Meg. Thank you. Yeah, Thank let's you. talk. Yeah, you're welcome. Let's talk about um, food. Let's talk about vaccines and GMOs and our food and, and how is this contributing to the way we are behaving and particularly our children? Well, thanks for asking me to get on my soapbox. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So, first of all, vaccines are a good thing when they're a good thing. And what I mean by that is when they don't have carriers in them and other chemicals such as um, mercury or samarasol or, or even aluminum. And you take something that's like mercury, okay? It's also in our environment. There's so much toxic waste in our environment, it's not even funny. So you take a little high-frequency baby who is much lighter than any generation we've ever had, more sentient, intelligent, and and conscious. And they're running on very fine frequencies. And you put a conductive material in the form of a vaccine into that little body, and then mercury is conductive. It's been studied as used for fuel in interstellar travel, for instance. I mean, it's serious stuff. And you put that into a finely tuned little harmonic body. And what it does is it expands the energy field outward in irregular or um, varying distances from the actual physical body. And so that's why we have such a spectrum of autism, so to speak, because of how um, whatever, you know, was in the vaccine actually did to the consciousness that that made it relate not 100% to the body. I illustrated that in the book. Um, there's, I think, four different illustrations where it shows, you know, a mild, high-functioning child to one that's um, not present at all or doesn't seem to be, and that's because there can literally become a gap 
between their human nature and their consciousness not being able to reach it um, completely. And so, um, you know, vaccines are a really good thing. They've eradicated a lot of diseases, but we need to be really diligent what's in this batch that my child is going to get. Mm-hmm. And I publish studies um, pro and con in the book about it because I want people to make up their own minds. But what I found was that there were a plethora of studies on how the vaccines are hurting kids, particularly at age three months and again at 18 months. And these children are born perfectly normal, by the way. And I have, I have personally witnessed, I don't even know how many kids, quite normal, get their vaccines and all of a sudden they're on the floor having seizures, they're having high fevers, um, or they start showing signs of autistic behaviors. And so the medical field does not consider that we have an entire etheric anatomy, which, by the way, I can see, and that's okay, we're just wonderful. But in that, within that etheric anatomy are some very subtle harmonics, and, and those harmonics get messed up because the children are sentient, and then they get these conductive materials put in them. There's a number in the book. Um, that you can call and check what's in the batch. You just get the batch number from your physician's office. You call and you say, okay, can you tell me what's in this? And you want to look for things like um, aluminum, methamerosol, mercury, anything like that that is, um, these are actually waste materials from other industries that the pharmaceutical companies decided to use to um, put in the vaccines. So um, that's, that's one aspect of the phenomenon. Uh, the other aspect, another aspect, is the genetically modified foods. They are causing our bodies to mutate. Why? Because, they, because they're not made of molecules that our body recognizes. So, for instance, when a genetically modified food such as wheat, um, the gliadin in wheat, breaks down in our metabolism, what happens is that the break, the broken down materials plug into the thyroid receptors and fold the thyroid into thinking it has everything it needs. And so the mm-hmm. thyroid does not operate properly. It's causing a lot of um, different genetically modified organisms, as that's what the O stands for, um, foods uh, are also causing a, a raging number of se- severe allergies, of mm-hmm. asthma, yeah. and also of um, autoimmune issues. I think, but I think it's not just kids. It's also happening with many adults. Oh, yeah, look and, around. And time, yeah, and many adults as we get older, I know I'm much more sensitive to foods now as well. We've got about four minutes left, so let me ask you a couple of other things. Okay. Um, what can we do to help our children? Many times they fall off the edge into darker, destructive thoughts and actions. You know, we label them ADD, ADHD, bipolar, Asperger's. And what, what can we do? Because they are more sensitive. They do have special needs. Yeah. How can we help them more? How we can help them is we can spend time and communicate with them. We can, we can encourage their giftedness, I hate using that word because it's actually inherent in us, but we can encourage them by asking questions instead of being afraid or putting some religious or spiritual dogma on what our kids are saying. Listen to them, ask for details. I've, I've, I've known a number of cases where they, families were actually able to locate other families who had been involved in a past life and they meet each other and it's phenomenal. 
And, um, you know, don't be afraid if your child says weird things. Ask them questions and don't blow them off because you can teach them right out of their own, their own abilities. They cover them up and that gives them a low self-esteem. So the best thing to do is, first of all, teach them what is yours and what is not. In other words, they feel everything. They're empathic. Yep. So we want them to be able to, for instance, they're sitting there, they're feeling fine, and all of a sudden they get hit with a with a really hard emotion or something. They need to stop and they need to feel themselves and feel, is this mine or is this someone else's? If it's mine, what do I need to do? If it's mm-hmm. someone else's, oh, it's mm-hmm. an observation, I'm not yeah. responsible. Um, that's a really good tool to teach them. The, the other, another one is to listen, besides to listen deeply to them, as one of my nine-year-olds said, um, is is to give them time that's sacred with the family, get them back to interpersonal relations because our technology has outgrown our psychology and the children are not being taught those deep interpersonal relations like yeah. we did in our generation. Yeah. And, and they may not be born to people like them. You know, they may not be born to the children who are like, the parents who are like them as children. Right, right. right. They're being right. born to all kinds of parents for different exactly. reasons. And yeah. and they'll yeah. say, for instance, one of them who was completely dysfunctional in, in body, but not telepathically, said she chose her mom because she knew her mom would take the best care of her ever. And she did. And yeah. other ones pick right. parents that are very dis- dysfunctional because they have things they want to learn and they want to become strong from it and so they'll state that they picked and sometimes they'll come to help a parent so it really varies you know based on each child there's no set anything with them wow amazing i'm going to have to close i mean but amazing do you have a quick closing thought a quick thing you'd like to leave our listeners with. We could talk yeah, to you, for a long you know, time. the average parent only spends 28 minutes a day with their children. It's a fast world, and it's hard to keep up and hard to support ourselves. Make time and stand up for your kids. If somebody tells you that they're ADD or something, stand up for them because they're not broken. They're just differently abled. Thanks so much. Thanks, Meg. Stand the line for a minute afterwards. Thanks so much for being on the program. Very enlightening. My Thanks guest has truth. been... My guest has been Meg blackburn Losey, Ph.D. She's the author of the international best-selling The Children of Now. Her newest book is The Children of Now Evolution, How We Can Support the Fast-Forward Evolution of Our Children and All Humanity. And um, you can log on to, how how do they find the book? Anywhere. Um, All your favorite bookstores, all your online bookstores, and if they don't have it, they can order it. Okay. They're, they're, um, Amazon has a really good price on it right now. Okay, great. And you can log on to touchingthelight.org as well. All right. Until next time, stay healthy, stay happy, get the support you need, and know you can make your dreams come true. I'm Patricia Raskin. Thank you for tuning in to this week's edition of Patricia Raskin's Positive Living. Be sure to join Patricia Raskin and another amazing guest next Monday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time, 11 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Have an outstanding week. Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the Voice America Variety Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericavariety.com. 
The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. 